Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, this is Mingles on Network Radio. Ravenda speaking. Here is your host today. I am bringing you some rock today. And we have a great guest that's going to be on tonight, appearing in the Philadelphia area at the Tritone. Uh, you can check them out there uh, at 11 o'clock p.m. tonight. Tritone's at 1508 Broad Street. 
Uh, if you don't know where that is, you better go look it up because you'll miss a great show. I'm going to bring in Dave right now from the volunteer. Hey, Dave, how you doing today? I'm good, Ravinda. What's good with you? Oh, I'm perfect. This is a really nice, dreary afternoon, but you are right. brightening up my day. <laughs> right, yeah, it's been raining here all day, too. I'm like, seriously, I'd just like to see some sunshine, but that's how it goes. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we haven't had too many rock bands coming in and being on our show, but we are growing, so we are happy to have you today. And so we just want to get to know you guys a little better. So tell us about you and where you're uh, coming from. Uh, we're based out of Brooklyn primarily in New York City, uh, but, you know, we hit up all down the East Coast as well as we're doing another uh, doing a national tour coming up in the middle of June, going all the way out to California and back. So pretty much wherever you want to check us out, you can find us, you know. We're happy to meet new people. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Make sure you send me your uh, show schedule so I can post it for a- you. Absolutely. In fact, anybody can check it out anytime at uh, yieldmyspace.com slash the volunteers and they can see our uh, our ever-evolving schedule we're adding tour dates as we speak to this summer tour our little life of glamour tour um it's gonna we're kicking it off actually uh tonight in a way and then tomorrow we're playing webster hall in new york city for all the new york city folk uh we're playing the studio at webster hall and uh we'll be everywhere all over the country from there to the roxy out in la so that's how it's going that sounds like a great tour there. I like that. Uh, yeah, I hope good. that you do very well with that. Mm-hmm. So um, how did you guys get together? Uh, well, uh, my boy John, uh, he's the guitar player. I'm the bass player. I've known him for several years. We actually met up at college in Cincinnati. And uh, then he was like just living across from Dan, who's the lead singer and uh, songwriter. And he would just be uh, cutting the album with him and, and bouncing around. And uh, they got together, and John kind of joined the group permanently. And uh, then pretty much, actually, uh, a friend of mine wound up managing them, and they were looking for a new bass player. And then everybody pretty much recommended me, except for me. And then they're like, I kind of just got suckered into it, and so I'm here. Uh, <laughs> but it's cool, man. They're a great group of guys. I couldn't be more happy to be to be with them. Cool, that's good. So yeah, how many members are in your band? It's, it's a four-piece. It's a drums, bass, guitar, and vocals. Cool. So yeah, it's uh, right. You know, it's, it's good things, man. All really good friends too. So, you know, like like I said, John's one of my brothers. I've known him, you know, probably eight years now or something like that. So it's we go way back. So tell me this: How did you guys put together this unique style that you have? Uh, honesty. I mean, we're just not really interested in whatever passing fad. It's more, you know, just like good, honest rock and roll. Uh, some songs need to be, you know, just jumping from rock to rock, which is kind of our lifestyle. And some songs are even God likes bitches and booze, you know. And then other songs are have a little more country bent. It's like whatever really comes to us, you know. We're we're in the process of cutting a new album too, uh, so Spectrophilia will be the uh, go to the past. But um, you know, it's 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 all about just making the good what makes us happy. You know, what kind of music is pleasant. Uh, what do we really like? You know, we're not really so concerned with with the rest of it. So that's how we that's how we roll. Cool. That's how it ought to be. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Too many just, people are trying to be cookie cutters. We don't yeah, need any you know, more cookie cutters. Yeah. Miles Davis once said, uh, you know, a musician's first responsibility is to themselves. And uh, we kind of, you know, we, even though we're not playing jazz, although most of the guys in the band can play jazz, which is another weird aspect. You know, we all can play a variety of styles, but then we just settle down and, and rock out and kind of follow Dan's vision 
as far as lyrically, the lyrical content goes, you know, it's just to back that up. Okay. So now, um, are you guys writing your own music, or do you Absolutely. have somebody that you do pen for you? No, no, we we do everything ourselves. There's no way. There's uh, we have we have too many influences and too many good things not to uh, not to come up with it ourselves. Yeah, it's all it's all <laughs> everything you hear is written by us, except for you know occasionally we'll do a, a cover or two, but then it's pretty obvious. So. Okay, so what kind of things are inspiring you to write, like, say, the song Rock to Rock? Uh, You'd have to ask Dan about Rock to Rock, but in general, you know, anything can inspire us, from, like, amazing people we meet in our lives along the way to, you know, a certain way the sun is shining to whatever, you know. You've got to just pull inspiration wherever it comes from at any given moment and uh, and roll with it from there if, if you know why I wouldn't want to limit ourselves to say where we're coming from, inspirationally wise. Uh, so, you know, does that make any sense to you? I mean, uh, yeah, it makes yeah. plenty of sense. I'm just saying, you know, like whatever whatever happens to come into there, as long as it's you know beautiful. I think we're all firm believers that anybody, everybody has beautiful parts inside them, and it's just a matter of you know extracting those and, and making sure that uh, that they're that they come through you know honestly. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, I mean, if you can't be honest about your music, what's the point, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and people can hear it. If not right away, then definitely in the long run, you know. It's, it's, it's To me, and I wouldn't want to be part of any project that rolled any other way. Um, all my projects are always, you know, centered on music first and not necessarily what happens afterwards, you know. That should take care of itself, ideally. So tell me, what what bands out there are you listening to now? Uh, we listen to a bunch of good stuff. Um, we're actually just listening to X1 FM, and they play a, really a bunch of variety of stuff. Still, like a lot of bands like from Brooklyn, like uh, Santa Gold. If you're familiar with her, she's amazing. Um, you wouldn't guess it, but we're heavily influenced by like people like Kate Bush. Um, just you know, just just whatever you know. There's so many good things. There's great stuff going on in some of the country world. There's great stuff going on. Uh, John, our guitar player, listens to a lot of African music. I mean, he's all over Fela Kuti and stuff like that. Although you know, you wouldn't guess that listening to Rock to Rock, but it's all it's all underneath the surface. You know, I listen to a lot of like the '70s funk and stuff like that. Um, I'm heavy into that kind of stuff. So it really you know it just varies. Um, it, it's uh, we listen to a lot of independent bands, mostly like not. We definitely don't listen to like Three Doors Down or whatever the, the you know that kind of stuff. That's not our that's not our feel. So um, you know whatever whatever like any anything with genius behind it, we'll listen to it. Whether it's classical or, or country or or hip hop, um, it's all good, you know. And and it's good to take any elements of those that appeal to you and somehow create them into your own art. Well, that is a great way of uh, being creative. I mean, if you use those type of methods, you know, you can continue to grow and just keep on bringing people great music like you guys are doing now. I'm going to go ahead and play another one of your songs. Very um, cool. I got, like, uh, Get on the Bomb. I was right. checking that out. I really like that one. So, right on. Um, just try to keep it quiet in the background because we can hear everything. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it quiet. I'm in New York. It's noisy here. Uh, okay. Well, that's can. okay, I, then. I, I told the guys down the hall to shut it for a minute, but we'll see how well that works. 
<laughs> okay, well that's okay. If you're in New York, you know, there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's just a noisy place to be. But you know, yeah. That's how it well, is. well, we're loving it. We're loving it. That's All okay. Right. Thanks, Rosenda. <laughs> so hold on a second. Yeah. If you wanna change the world by writing a song, shut your mouth and get on the phone. If you think you know why this shit is
they're just going to have to be on my time, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, so that's, be a good band. Make sure you're organized. I know it sounds like most bands aren't organized, but because uh, you want to like try to maximize anything you can get, you know, get all your information like somehow organized. So if you meet like, because you meet amazing people everywhere you go in life. There's so many cool people, and it like it, it's so hard to keep in touch with everybody that you meet. That's like truly amazing. And so like make sure you like. I know this sounds like obviously retarded, but write their names down, you know, like and their phone numbers. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we won High Times Band of the Month this for this July. We're in the High Times magazine. And, you know, so sometimes things get forgotten, if you know what I mean. And uh, yeah. just write things down in one place, not like on Post-it notes everywhere either, because that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, your wrist. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, the wrist works unless you're one of those people that likes to take showers, which is, <laughs> you know, which we, we fall into that group, fortunately. Um, yeah, we're pro oh, shower. Uh-huh. <laughs> Volunteers are definitely pro shower. Um, someone's got to do it. Yeah, so. you you are hanging together a lot of times. You want to be smelling, you know. Yeah, and fair. You're, you're in tight quarters, you know, especially for this summer tour. It's going to be hot. And, uh, oh yeah. You know, for well, our, our manager is actually good enough to come with us. We have the best management company in the world, uh, called the Wink Winks, and they're also they're based out of New York City. They're just amazing, and they're sending someone with us to keep us in line, which is probably necessary. And it's just, it's going to be, you know, so five guys in the vehicle with the trailer and all that. And Cool. You know, it, it, it'll be fun, though. We're really looking forward to it. Um, so. so have you have you had any other obstacles in, you know, trying to get where you are today? Uh, as a band? I mean, yeah, just everybody, yeah. especially one of the, you know, any major city in in New York too is is you got to live, you know, you have to pay bills and we're all, you know, you have to do all these things. And New York's really expensive. I actually don't recommend people moving to New York to try to quote unquote make it because you have to pay so much in rent that you're working all the time. So coordinating schedules is rough and like just making sure that everybody in the group that that's their like first priority in life because, in all honesty, to keep forging ahead, you're gonna miss out on so many things in life. Like you know, you're not gonna own a house. Because you're still working at Quiznos, so you, you can leave any time, and you don't care that your boss fires you. You're like, go stuff it. I'm going on tour, you know. So it's hard to like build any other kind of career. And uh, as you get a little older, and your friends, you know, have kids or or buy houses, there you are going on tour again, and uh, it makes things a little weird. But it's all good, you know. It's definitely worth it in the long run. Hopefully, we'll find out. Ask me in ten years, and then I'll give you a more honest answer, I suppose. Then. <laughs> I think the answer is good. Yeah. So, uh, are you guys on the label, or are you independent? Like, we are currently we're currently unsigned. Um, we've had some some offers here and there, but like really, to us, it's all about meeting people that like, you know, just to say you're on a label doesn't mean that much. You know, like it's better if like if they work with we have like I said a great management company and they do a lot of stuff for us that like labels would kind of do. So it's like if your team. With you know your band and whoever you have like your street team or your good friends, whoever's helping you, if they mesh well with you that label, you know like and and we and you create an even bigger team working towards the same goal. You know if it's just some guy that's like yeah you can be on my label and I'll make some CDs and then I get your money and then you do this. If that, that doesn't really help. You know it's like what are you looking for? Are you, are you trying to tour or are you just trying to blow up on the internet? There's a million different things, ways to go at it. So it's like a 
you know, you want to have like a whole process and a whole plan in place, I suppose. But uh, truthfully, I just play the bass. So, um, uh, you know, if, if if the band told me we're getting signed, I would I would smile and take it. But hopefully, it would hopefully it would suit our needs, is what I'm saying. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. These days, you have to check them out thoroughly. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it is somebody that's well known, because they may have had some beef, you know, with other artists, the way they managed and the way they and handled sometimes, the business sometimes people deal. Find bands just to just because they don't want you to blow up because you're in competition with someone they care about. Right. You know, there's a whole bunch of mess to it, and so, and at the end of the day, you, you always have to. It comes down to trust. You know, just like any other relationship in life, I guess. So. Take it for what it's worth. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you find it a little bit easier to be like you know on your own like you're doing now, where you don't have all that stigma, you know, in the background just hovering over you, just you know, because they do give you restrictions and things like that. You think you just want to stay the way you are? Well, see, it's, I'm not really sure because I don't know what it's like to be on the other side of that fence. You know, I have nothing to compare it to. If I if I was, you know, I have been in some other bands that were doing fairly well, but you know, it, it's not really the same. So with this band, since we don't know what it's like to be in that situation, I don't know. Would, there, would restrictions bug me? Yes. But would the positives outweigh the negatives? I don't know because I'm not in that situation. Um, I don't know. Someone out there, if you want to sign us, and you know, we'll figure it out from there. Uh, we'll work it. We'll work it out. So that's cool. You know what I mean? Let me go, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean because yeah. it's, you know you gotta. Uh, Figure out what it is that's going on and try it. You know, you don't want to say no, yeah. and you know, until you get in there. But um, just make sure you, you know, check out all your P's and Q's before you do decide to do something like that. Exactly. You know, some people find it better to be on their own as opposed to doing all that because they they don't have anybody telling them they need to change this and change that because mm-hmm. it starts to change the group and then you're not who you say you are anymore. So yeah, um, that's just something that you got to be. You know, keeping yeah. in mind whenever something that, like that comes happened to you know they got signed and then all of a sudden they're forced you know oh well we don't like this song so it's like well I like this song you know and so they go through that whole the whole thing right now we don't have that but you know who knows who knows really um, I'll just take it you know day at a time and and make sure things you know just put our best effort in at every performance and every rehearsal and you know coming up with new songs and whatever we can do to make the volunteers uh, as best as we can be. That's absolutely cool, and then you just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to play another one of your songs. Cool. Uh, let see which one do I want to play. I really like this, um, uh, let's see, Hooka Booga. Hooka Booga? Right on. Where'd you get that title from? It's just being it's like a <laughs> caveman, you know, it's like Hooka Booga, Hooka Booga. You just kind of, that's because the song's all about, you know, the, the longing for not so much uh, societal influence, I suppose. And uh, you know, sometimes it, you, I think everybody thought this at some part, some point in their lives. Just you know, I wish that I could go back and just be a caveman and not have all these modern restrictions. You know, like sometimes we we look at these things that are we think of as convenient, and they wind up really kind of owning us. You know, like email or just even having a cell phone. You know, 20 years ago, no one had a cell phone, and I swear things must have gotten done because there's all these buildings and roads around us that were built back then. You know. Right. So, so you didn't really need a cell phone, but now it's like an absolute necessity, and the things that you own wind up owning you in a way, and uh, and so it also has to do with social interaction of people. You know, like um, oftentimes you'll find the people are loneliest in big cities. You know, they they 
just look ahead and they don't really meet their meet the people around them in their in their immediate environment. That can be uh, I don't know. It's just I guess it's a social observation with a little bit of humor. So that's, yeah, that's, but the only thing that you know, the internet is you know like as far as social meeting, it just helps you reach more people in places which you probably would never be. You know, that's and that's cool, but you should never replace it with walking outside your door and meeting your neighbor yeah, or and, and you know, going you, on a bus. Mm-hmm. If you meet somebody in Nebraska online, that's cool, but until you meet them face-to-face, I'm not sure I feel it really has the same power, you know, like really uh-huh. having a conversation with someone and getting to know them as a person. Like you can you can Twitter all you want, but there's no comparison to that. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, so hooka booga. Yeah, let's do I it. I really like that beat. That beat was really cool. So yeah, it's pretty damn cool. Get that on.
and gentlemen, we're here today with the volunteers. This is Ravinda Mingles on Network Radio, in case you're just tuning in. And that was Hooka Booga, and uh, we have Dave on the line with us, and we're talking with him about the band and, uh, you know, how things are going for them. Um, Dave, I didn't have a question about uh, your fans. Um, mm-hmm. You probably got a lot of fans now, so what kind of interactions do you have with your fans, you know, when you're out there performing? It's so weird, you know, because it, it, it's, it's kind of crazy, like, in different places we go. For some reason in Philly, we have two sects of fans. One of them, we have this, like, it's weird. Like, it's a whole bunch of hip-hop dudes like us for some reason. I don't know what it is, but it's uh, with this guy named K-Pod. Um, he, he set us up with some stuff, and so he's got all these cats that dig on us over there. And then we also have, like, you know, the, the typical, like, typical kind of hipster rock people, too. Um mm-hmm. In New York, it, it varies. Everyone from like all of our, you know, circles of circles of circles of friends. Um, mm-hmm. It, it varies. Like uh, like some different places, people were more well known for the high times thing. Um, so we get more, like almost more hippies and stuff like that. So really, it kind of varies from from area to area. But you know, we're happy to have any of them, and and everybody's pretty much cool regardless. So. Um, and what kind of interactions do we have? Well, very often we're pretty known for hanging out with our fans after shows. And uh, partying one way or the other, either in the in the tour bus or or wherever, you know, going to a house party afterwards. Like that's one of our favorite things to do. To tell you the truth, is to play house parties. So in fact, if you want us, if we're if we're in your area, you know, on tour or or not, you know, whatever, and you want us to, to play your house, then we'd love to. Like that's a great way to actually meet people once again instead of having this like this. You know, it used to be hundreds of years ago where everybody participated in music. Not just it wasn't like musicians and then listeners, you know, with this thing, the separation of being on stage. Like, like in African music, everybody in the village like participates. And back right. in the old days, everybody participated, and we we really dig on that aspect of it. Um, you know, like I, I'd I'd much rather go to see like like if you, if you look at it, like I, I would have rather seen a James Brown concert than like an orchestra where everybody's just forced to sit there and just listen. You know, participatory. Is, is amazing, and uh, we try to strive for that kind of aspect. You know, if people want to jump up on stage, we're not going to stop them. Um, but hopefully the venue doesn't either, but sometimes that they do. So. Oh, yeah, they just yeah. do it for security reasons because yeah, sometimes but, people get out of control. Yeah, yeah but that's what I prefer that, you know. I, I want I want to see, you know, a, a rock concert or any concert supposed to be kind of like a heightened awareness or definitely a heightened intensity or an energy level and, and bring it, you know, have a good time. Don't be afraid to dance. Like it's so weird. Sometimes you'll see it and you're playing to whatever crowd and everybody's kind of bopping along, especially in New York. They're kind of in a way they're kind of weird fans because it's so hard. They, they're too cool for school. You know, no one's willing to just get <laughs> loose and, uh, and, and, and bop around and move. They all just kind of do that New York head bob, which is, it's annoying. Yeah. It's like, get down, you know, if you want to, you know, some dude wants to take his pants off, I'm not going to stop him. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I know. I like what you're saying. Um, mm-hmm. I like the participation too. You know, um, a long time ago when uh, uh, Michael Jackson and his brothers were out, I was like in, I think I was in like high school or something like that. Yeah. And I got fortunate to be able to be like right in the front, uh-huh. and they they wouldn't allow anybody to come in, but so close. They had this big plywood board up against the stage so you couldn't really just climb up on those you know those things that they have there like the stands and stuff and it was kind of weird because we're talking about the Jacksons you know not like somebody we never heard of before we want to interact 
you know, um, the videos that they made show people getting on stage. How come we can't do it here? Yeah. You know, and it was getting kind of rowdy because people couldn't get that close. So, you know, they stood on the chairs, started like, yelling and screaming and stuff. And I know that people probably get a little threatened by groups like that, you know. But yeah, um, yeah I, I understand that. I, can I tell you a funny have some story? Fun. Yeah, can Go I tell ahead. you? Like it was a, uh, I was probably in the eighth grade way back. Uh, and this was like in the mid, you know, it was the 90s. And uh, I went to this festival and the Ramones were playing. And it was like one of those like like amphitheater outdoors with the big hill, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm right up in the front. Like me and my friend just dipped past security and got all the way up to the front for the whole concert because we were, you know, little punk kids. And uh, we get all the way up there and I'm eyeing the bouncer because I'm going to jump on stage. You know, that's what I'm going to do. And it's going to, you know. And he knows I'm going to, and we're looking at each other. And he turns away and looks for a second. I plant one foot up on the top of that wooden plywood thing you're talking about. And I just jump right over him. He clips me out, and I fall down. I just cut my knee open pretty good on this grate. But I get up. I run over. I shake Joey Ramon's hand. And then, unfortunately, there's like eight security dudes closing in on me, so I had to jump back into the crowd, of course. <laughs> but I didn't really pay attention. All the crowd had kind of shifted to the side of the stage we were at. And on the other side, which was just empty with chairs. And I had to dive over, like, you know, like a six, seven foot, like, over the trench between the plywood and the stage, over that into a <laughs> empty chairs and landed. I'm so good. Like, if I was did that now, I would have broken something. But, you know, kids are made of rubber, so. But, that, you know, but that's but, uh, he shook my hand. I walked up, like, properly shook his hand and then just dipped right back into the stage, you know, into the crowd. And uh, I'm sure, like, if you know, he, he passed on now, but I, I bet you he'd probably kind of remember that annoying kid. And uh, hopefully some kid <laughs> rushes me like that. You know, I'm happy to shake his hand. I don't, I don't see any problem with that. I don't think it is either. But you know, security—they get paid a lot of money to do that. I've seen um, at an R. Kelly concert, a guy just jumped up on the stage. Now he's singing a, a sexy song, mm-hmm. so um, you know I would expect girls to jump up there or something. <laughs> but this guy jumped up there. <laughs> well, you know how R. Kelly rolls. It's like it just—who knows what's going to happen in that kind of situation. <laughs> Oh, good. I know, but it's funny though, because security is like always six, eight, yeah, three hundred yeah. pounds or something. Like the person who jumps on the stage is always some little person, and <laughs> it just looks like they're just going to kill that person. You know, they just pick them up. Yeah. And I'm like, you paid to see a whole show. As soon as the artist comes out, you get kicked out. That's <laughs> just crazy to me. Yeah, at least wait till like the encore. You know. Right. Then, right. Yeah. <laughs> So have you had any weird, weird experiences with your fans, you know, anything um, that you want to mention? Weird isn't really, like, uh, we were down playing um, the South by Southwest Festival this mm-hmm. year, and uh, I went online, I was just looking for house parties to play while they were there, you know, we are doing some showcases during the day for industry folk and people on the like, and, uh, and so I was like, you know, but I just want to let loose while we're there, and this girl contacted me, and she's like, Hey, you know, I listen to your music. We absolutely love you, and I'm throwing a birthday party, and we'd love to have you play at our house. And she's like, there's one thing. It's mostly a bunch of drag kings, you know. It's like heavy lesbian, gay, whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm certainly, you know, I'm not gay, and no one in the band is gay, but we're not, like, prejudiced against gay, and just do whatever's clever. So we're like, you know what, screw it. And it was an amazing party. i got to tell you, they were the nicest people. They walked in. They probably had, like, 20 joints rolled up for us, mm. like, just, just walking into it, like, like, here, what do you need? Have some coke, have some weed. You know me, your main boy, your main friend, you depend. And we're like, thanks, lesbian. You know, like, 
<laughs> great. Like, we're partying with all these lesbians and just, like, having a great time. And uh, a little, some freakiness happened later that, I, you know, but whatever. It, it all worked out. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the night, it left us with an experience. Um, so it was kind of cool, you know. That, that, was, that was definitely an interesting night. Uh, Lacey is totally cool down in Austin, Texas. Definitely a good fan, <laughs> definitely a good friend. Um, so, you know. Hey, you can't shut anybody out. No, it's all good. You know, like like I said, like for some reason there's like a hip hop crowd that follows us in Philly sometimes that from different shows. Whatever. Like the, the funny thing is, you know, like uh, John is actually he John, the guitar player. He works with people that work with like De La Soul. You know, and like I was in a I was in a hip hop group called Vanillas that did Warp Tour. It's just, it, you know, it's whatever. It's it's just now. So you know, take it whatever, man. Good people are good people. Oh, absolutely, because, you know, I think it's because some of your music has, like, that funk in it, and it's, like, the beat, and, like, it can kind of merge a little bit with some hip-hop, because, you know, hip-hop is derived from a whole lot of different types of music as well, mm-hmm. so sometimes it kind of blends together, like, it's not loud and annoying music, you know, where you can't hear anybody singing, everybody's just screaming, because I, I have um, some groups that I listen to just when I want to vent, because I can scream with them, yeah. <laughs> like God smack, you know, <laughs> like it's, I just want to scream, I can scream, you know, yeah, back yeah. in the day, the drowning pool, I would just scream, you know, and that's cool, but like everyday listening, you know, I want to hear something that I can groove to, yeah, and I think that's, that's why that's your, your guys' music is so great, yeah. I'm all about the groove, so, it's gotta have a, if it doesn't have a pocket, if it doesn't have a groove. I'm usually not into it. It's got to have that element. And beyond that, I don't care what you're playing, you know. Do you um, ever consider, like, you know, doing any kind of collaboration, how some bands get together and do, you know, like a, a uh, like a performance on stage together? Oh, we're certainly you down for it. You know, if anybody wants to hit us up, hit us up. I mean, we also, um, Dan, our singer, and, you know, he's got a studio at his apartment, Monsterland, where he's, uh, you know, he's produced, um, like, bands like The Slits, and other stuff like that, and, you know, so we're down with collaboration however you want to do it. You want to cut some songs in the studio? Cool. You want to cover our songs? Cool. You think that we should cover something to yours? Cool. You want to do some shows with us and maybe get, like, work out something theatrical on stage? Cool. As long as, like, you know, when we talk about it, it makes sense, sure. Um, we're always down, you know. Just just contact us. Just hit us up, myspace.com slash the volunteers, and, uh, you know, get to know us, say hi, and we'll probably work with you on some level if we think it's cool. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. So um, for those who might be coming in, you know, late in the interview, you mm-hmm. want to mention again what your show schedule is for today? Yeah, we're playing in Philadelphia tonight at a place called the Tritone, which is at 1508, I want to say South Street, I think. Um, I think you said yeah, Broad Street earlier. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's South close to Broad. Street. Yeah, it's right around there. It's the Tritone right there in Philly, 1508 South Street, and uh, yeah, I think we're going on around 11 o'clock or so. Uh, but come earlier. Check out. There's a lot of other good bands like Victor Victor Band is playing there. They're good friends of ours. So come out, check out the other bands on, get your buzz on, and uh, then stay with us. And you know, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll finish out. We'll headline or whatever that is. Who cares? Um, and uh, but check out, definitely check out all the other opening acts. They're fantastic. Um, and then tomorrow night, we, if you're in New York, we're playing uh, the studio Webster Hall, which is going to be an amazing show, um, really big. And that kind of kicks off our tour, which we we're going to leave and uh, do the country. So. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm going to throw in one of my promos um, for my little uh, commercial break, yeah, and then yeah. I'm going to come back with another one of your songs, okay? Yeah, do your promo, okay. girl. Do it. <laughs> one second. Yeah. This is Amanda from Mingle Zone Network, bringing you the hottest unsigned underground R&B pop artists worldwide on Blonde Talk Radio. Friday nights at 9 p.m. Don't miss some of the hottest tracks today. Next on Blonde Talk Radio, BlockTalkRadio.com for respect. Mingle Zone this has been a Mingle Zone Network. Sound off now. Blog Talk Radio. Promotion exclusive.
All right. Well, I hope it doesn't kill me. Uh, well, you know, it might. <laughs> so um, we're going to have a couple minutes left on the show, and then I have, like, some other stuff that's going to pop in. So did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about, you know, in regards to the fans that are interested in catching up with the volunteers? Hit us up. We're we're always there for you. Um, just just contact us. You can contact us at myspace.com slash the volunteers. Um, we're happy to talk to you. You know, you want us to come hang out. You want us to play a party. You want to, you know, whatever you want. Uh, let us know. You know, you need something. Let us know. Um, we're we're really down to earth about that, pretty much. And uh, yeah, just um, you know, check it out. Dig it. Hope to see you sometime on this tour, wherever you are in the country. Uh, we're mostly going to the out west on this one, uh, but we're you know we're based in New York and we hit the East Coast pretty regularly. So just just hit us up and we'll be happy to let you know. Um, you can sign up for our email list if you want on the website. Um, really easy. You just type it in and then you can we'll we'll let you know. And if you type in where you're at too, it helps. So we can like you know if you're in Cleveland, you don't get messages when we're playing Boston. You know so. Uh, we have all that together, and uh, yeah, just let us know. Let us know what's good with you. Let us know what you think about the world in general. Um, we're happy to hear it. That sounds good. Now, I just wanted to let you know that um, we have an upcoming uh, event, which is going to be called uh, Artists for Change, and we will be actually getting unsigned artists together to uh, put together like a, a, a music performance or, or you know creation or something mm-hmm. in regards to change in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically for like a contest, but um, once we pick winners, you know, doesn't mean that like say you guys were participating and you didn't get picked as a winner or something that you wouldn't be able to participate. It's basically you know like a big fest that we're gonna have like a, a national tour. Mm-hmm. We will invite bands like yourself to come and just pop on stage with some of our other you know artists. Um, as we try to do this sometime next year, we want to just set out the message that there can be a change in the world using uh, music as a as a tool, Absolutely. because music is is a way of communication amongst masses of people. So once you know we put it all together, we'll we'll get you all the information. But we would hope that have you participate in it as well. Maybe put a nice song together for us, um, and just talk about how you would want the world to change. That's all. So we actually you know, uh, we're in the process of recording a new song called Modern World, and it has a lot to do with that. So uh, cool, cool. Yeah, um, definitely. Of course, we're interested. Hit us up, let us know, and uh, we'll do it. If we can make it, we'll make it. That would be so great. And um, I'll stay in touch with you guys mm-hmm. and um, let you know what's going on and follow your your schedule and just make sure you give me all your your event dates so I can post them uh, all over the place. Uh, we do a little promotion for artists. Um, you know, I'll send you some information over on your email in case you're interested in getting some help with your online promotion. Mm-hmm. I think that if you get a large group of your fans coming from online, it'll be easier for them to be able to see you or, you know, like uh, really uh, cater to you because when you're away over here on the East Coast and they're on the West Coast or Midwest or whatever, they'll still be able to participate in a lot of stuff that you're doing. So, you know, we want to help you, so we'll send some information over to you and see if you, you know, want to get us to help you with your promotion. And we're doing a pretty good job. Very so, good. Yeah, I'm going to play out just, going to go play out some more of your music and let you go so you can go get ready for your show tonight. Thanks. And, uh, 
I appreciate you coming by. I had such a great time with you. You are so cool. Yeah, so are you, uh, Renda. It's, uh, we'll be in contact, and I'm sure we'll bump into each other in the near future. We'll go. We'll have some fun. We'll kick it. Maybe have a little drinky and, uh, you know, see what happens. Yeah, because New York is, like, not that far from me, so, you no, know, I can always not. come and hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm, most definitely. Most definitely. Well, well, thanks so much for stopping by, Dave. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dave from The Volunteers. And please be sure to um, check them out at the Tritone tonight, 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern, for those of you on this side of town. And if you need any more information, just, you know, hit me up, and I'll give you whatever you need to know. And we'll be following The Volunteers. Everybody have a good afternoon, and I'm going to play out some more volunteer music. Thank you. Have a have a good show, Dave. Yeah, take care, all right? Same here. Bye. Bye. All right, let's see.
this out.
Good. 
Yeah. Yeah.